Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is Rob Rufus, author of the new novel, Paradise, West Virginia. Rob, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, sure. Well, if someone hasn't yet heard about your new novel, Paradise, West Virginia, how would you describe the novel? Um, I would describe it as a thriller. Um, I'd say a thriller mystery with with a little uh, social commentary thrown in. Um, uh, It's about the children of a um, convicted serial killer who use uh the event a podcast a pod, a podcast comes to town um to do a show on on their dad and and the girl goes missing at the podcast taping and and they try to use this um as a springboard to prove their dad's innocence do you remember the original idea or impetus that led you to write paradise west virginia yeah, I did actually. I, I um I was I was looking for something to watch on Netflix <laughs> and and they had like three or four Ted new like things about Ted Bundy and that was that was what they were really pushing. Like it was, you know, the autoplay trailers and 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 I and and I just I just kind of went who's who's making money off this like he had a daughter who was a victim in and of herself really you know and um and i know she's not getting royalties off all that ted bundy stuff but somebody's making millions of dollars off uh this this horrible heartbreakingly gruesome things this guy did and um and it really had me thinking about you know the 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 children of, of, um, convicted, convicted killers. And, um, and I had actually, when I was in, in a kid in school, um, there were these two brothers whose dad was in jail for murder and, um, and, and got out eventually he got exonerated. And I, and I couldn't imagine, you know, what all that was like. And, and I, and I think the two, the combination of the two things really uh, is what started started the idea snowballing. Um, I just I decided I really wanted to to write about um, the kids of somebody like that and 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 kind of put an empathetic lens on uh, on on that. Gotcha. I I know that you write about the opioid epidemic. What? what led you to, um, in the novel, what did, what led you to, to including that or writing about it? Well, um, you know, it's, it, I'm from Huntington, West Virginia, which mm-hmm. is, um, the overdose capital of the world as mm. CNN calls it. And, um, and it, I, I, I've had, uh, you know, the opioid epidemic really has infected, affected my life in a lot of ways. I mean, I've had a lot of friends die. A lot of friends get hooked on that stuff. A lot of, uh, I, I mean, um, I was just back in my hometown a couple weeks ago and it was, it was really broke my heart to see the devastation of that. Um, and I'd watched a documentary, uh, about 
this serial killer called the Grim Sleeper that that was active in Los Angeles in the 1980s at the height of the the crack epidemic, and he really preyed on on addicts. And because the police were so overwhelmed by the epidemic, you know, any any person with a drug pop that they found dead, they kind of just assumed it was drugs and wrote it off. And 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 I was watching that going, that could that could just as easily happen in West Virginia now in Appalachia and and, and so I, I I really wanted to incorporate that and um and and use that as a way of 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 talking about those issues, you know, and 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 bringing into light. I mean, like, there's, it, uh, I, I'm just uniquely suited to <laughs> to talk I'm about sure. that stuff, and 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 I, uh, and and it, it was important for me to 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 do that. Um, sure. When I said it there. Well, I'm curious, what was your initial writing journey that led you to writing and getting your memoir, Die Young With Me, published? Uh, the, you know, I, I just knew that, I, I mean, in my tw- I, most of my 20s, I just spent touring in punk rock bands. Um, that's all I did. We, we'd be on tour, you know, six, eight months out of the year playing everywhere from basements to like big festivals in Europe to whatever. And, and, um, it was a weird thing because, uh, yeah. So for your listeners that don't know, like I'm, I'm a cancer survivor. I had had got diagnosed with stage four cancer when I was 17 and spent the next few years in the hospital. And then, so when I was in my twenties, my mid twenties and I was traveling and playing music um i really got to the point i quit even talking to people about that because you know i i just didn't feel like it's such an awkward thing and people are very awkward about talking about you know mortality and um and so it would often be like i would say something about it to someone and they go oh man that sucks anyway where do you want to go eat or whatever (laughs) and you know, like, and I, and I get it to an extent, like, uh, but I knew I, I had a really, I knew I, I had a story to tell. And I mean, as egomaniacal as that may be, um, and you, I, I, I had no real training with writing. So I just, for the next five or six years on the road, really started, you know, hammering out the, uh, what would be the initial manuscript to that, which was like 800 pages and looked like a suicide bombers manifesto <laughs> or something like, uh, and, and, and I, I printed it. I remember printing it off at Kinko's and they looked at me like I was a crazy person. Um, but I, but I ended up whittling it down and, and then I, I set about finding a, a, a book agent the same way I used to try to find, uh, I same way I used to send demos to record labels when I was a teenager. <laughs> like I just went through all the books I loved, wrote down the author's names, found who their agents were, sent the manuscript out to like 200 agents and, um, didn't expect to hear back from any. And I, and I heard back from a couple and, um, and, and then it ended up getting 
getting picked up by Simon and Schuster. So I, I got really, uh, really fortunate with that. That's great. Had you always wanted to write novels or was that just a transition from you after you wrote this, as you uh, said, uh, this sprawling memoir? Yeah, I, I, um, I, I always, I always dug authors that, um, I, I like that when authors kind of write a lot of different styles of that. I mean, that hasn't been very helpful for my, my own career. Cause I'm like, you know, <laughs> everything I write is like, uh, a little different, you know, it's not all the same genre. It's not all the same, whatever, but, um, yeah, when I got the memoir published, which really, uh, I, I just came at it as, as I came at music, like, I, I just, I'm, I'm just a huge fan. I, I was a huge fan of books. You know, when I, you spend that much time in the hospital, books are definitely your friend. And, um, and when I realized I could write, when I got that validation, uh, via a, a publisher, I, I really wanted to, uh, to try my hand at fiction. And, and, and I also got into like screenwriting and, and, and things like that. Um, and, and, you know, I came at, I came at it a little late, like, I, uh, I was in my early thirties when, when Diane with me was published. So I was like, just wanted to strike why the iron was lukewarm. Thank you for listening to the reading and writing podcast. We'll rejoin the interview with Robert Rufus after this message. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with 
purpose, to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. The Writer's Toolkit Podcast with Paul Calbergi. In the first season, I sit down with veteran Hollywood screenwriters and playwrights working in the West End and on Broadway. I find out how and where they like to work and the writing journeys behind some of their best-known works. So if you write for stage or screen, join us for inspiring conversations about the writing life, as well as tips and ideas for maintaining a healthy writing practice. The Writer's Toolkit Podcast. Sure. So what were what were these bands that you were playing in where you were uh, doing all of this touring in your 20s? Um, my, I had a punk band called Blacklist Royals that was my brother and I's band. And um, we're actually about to do a 10th anniversary reunion on Halloween next month. And I'm, uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, and I still, and I still play, uh, professionally. And I, I'm, I have a band called the bad signs now that I play drums in. Um, and we're doing a lot of cool stuff, but, um, uh, uh, so it's been great to have, to have both, um, creative outlets, you know? Sure. So what was your writing process when you were working on Paradise, West Virginia? Did you do any outlining um, or structure, or did you just kind of dive into the narrative and see where the story kind of took you? You know, par- with Paradise, I, I actually went about it different than I had in my previous two books. Like, I used to do kind of what you just mentioned. I, I would just, I would have a general idea of where I wanted the story to go, and then I would just start writing. And go where kind of where it took me and put the pieces together as I went with, with paradise. Um, I tried to be more thoughtful about it. You know, I, I didn't go to, to school for, for creative writing or anything like that. And I had actually had lunch with, uh, another author, great author friend of mine, um, Christian Russell, uh, whose book sky for us alone is, is fucking fantastic. Um, and she was telling me about an outlining book called the story grid and, uh, and how much it had helped her. And so I got it and I was like, oh man, this like makes sense to like, maybe, you know, outline the book I'm writing. (laughs) And, uh, and so I really went, I'm going to, I'm going to take this guy's advice and I'm going to, I'm going to do it exactly like the this book says which was basically right you know have a five scene almost like instead of a three-act structure it would be a five-act structure mm-hmm. and then within those five acts there's five more acts and then within those scenes there's five parts to each scene and with every conversation there's it was basically like if there's not an art going on in every part of this then it's 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 getting you off track and and paradise was also the first book that i wrote that was in third person and had you know dual narratives going on so mm-hmm. uh outlining was really was really in, instrumental and um and and now that's how i i, I read everything be it a, a screenplay or even like uh uh like a a letter 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> or like, like, um, I'm working on a, I'm doing a writing workshop and trying to figure that out. It's like at any, anything I write, I, I'm really, uh, for better or for worse, going by this guy's method. It, it really, it really <laughs> changed my game. And, and, and it really sped up the process. I mean, like my first book took five or six years to write. My second book took about two years. And my third book that I, that I really consciously outlined took me like eight months or something. So, That's so it really, uh, it was really super helpful for me. That's great. Are you working on another novel now? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, um. I, I have some TV stuff going on and um, Paradise has actually uh, got optioned by uh, Paramount to be a TV show. So that's been really exciting. And that's great. Um, and I have some pilots and things like that floating around. And I, I, I am kicking around with a new book. I, I, I haven't <laughs> made a lot of progress on it yet, but um, it, it, and it's been weird getting, going from the screenwriting mode to a novel mode because it's just it's it's just so i i, I never really realized how different it was until I, I i started diving back into it i hadn't written anything but screenplays or, or or tv treatments and stuff for the past year or two so so trying to work on another novel was I'm going to say to start from scratch and really, really, uh, you know, go through authors that I love that really inspired me and, and read their stuff really critically to just try to get the rhythm back in my head. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm curious, what writing advice would you offer for those who are working on their own stories and novels? Um, you know, what's been super helpful to me is, um, and just like with the memoir and the novel thing, like I, I with screenwriting and, and all that stuff, I kind of just, I, I take from all of it, you know, I can kind of consider it all the same thing in my mind. And, and so a lot of my, a lot of the stuff that's informed my literary writing, I, I've gotten from screenwriting. And, and one thing that's been really helpful is the idea of, of log lines, which basically is is an elevator pitch, which, you know, in the screenwriting world, like ideas get bought just by a three sentence pitch, you know? Right. And, <laughs> and, and I've really, anytime I have an idea, like I have a little idea notebook and I'll write down any crazy idea I have. And, uh, but it really helps clarify, like, what is the story you're trying to tell? Why is the story different than than us other stories and um and like what is the tone you're trying to set you know and 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 so i really encourage if i was to give advice when you're just in the initial stages of of coming up with an idea uh that has been really helpful to me to really clarify like which of my ideas you know i have tons of ideas and then i mm -hmm. go if I do that, it really helps me clarify which of my ideas, my ideas have legs and which, uh, uh, don't, <laughs> sure. you know, which might be like kind of a part of something different or whatever. Like I always keep this stuff on the back burner, but that that's really helped inform my writing and, and what I, um, 
prioritize as far as uh, projects I'm going to work on next. Sure. Well, what novels or nonfiction books have you read recently that you enjoyed? Um, I've been, I've been, I read this book, Burning the Days by James Salas. That was the first nonfiction book I'd read in a minute. And um, it it was cool. This guy had a really incredible life. And and I actually just read, reread On Writing by Stephen King, Mm -hmm. just because I was trying to get myself back in the the headspace um and, and, and you know it's it's funny because I, I would always say like when i'm writing i don't really read a lot mm-hmm. um but but i've 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 kind of been doing the opposite lately i've been reading a lot i mean novels mostly i've really been reading novels that either i've read before or the I've I'm familiar enough with the story that that I can focus on the the writing and the layout and, and and the craft of it as I read and read it really critically instead of you know following the narrative as much and 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 that's been super helpful too. That's great. Well, where can people find you online if they'd like to learn more about you and your novels and your memoir? Um, I, I'm on, you know, rub, rub Rufus.net, um, I believe is my website and I'm on, you know, Instagram and Twitter, unfortunately. And, <laughs> um, and yeah, my books, you can pretty much pick anywhere, pick up sure. anywhere. Um, and, and all my stuff links to, you know, the different projects I have going on, both musically and, and books and TV wise. Great. Well, again, we've been speaking with Rob Rufus, author of the new novel, Paradise, West Virginia. The novel is on sale now, so go buy a copy. And Rob, thanks for doing this interview. I thank you so much, really. Thanks a lot. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.